Introducing the Glorious Living Podcast, a ministry of Ruwak and Jasmine Ministries, where we provide biblical insights on God's designs and purpose for your magnificent life. Here's your host, Jasmine Ford. Let's turn to John chapter 3, verse 22 through 35. I'm going to jump around a little bit, but I want to talk to you today about the sound of humility. In John chapter 3, verse 22, it says, After these things, Jesus and his disciples came into the land of Judea, and there he remained with them and baptized. Now John also was baptizing in Enon near Salem, because there was much water there. And they came and were baptized, for John had not yet been thrown into prison. Then there arose a dispute between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purification. And they came unto John and said to him, Rabbi, He who was with you beyond the Jordan to whom you have testified, behold, he is baptizing and all are coming to him. John answered and said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but I have been sent before him. He who has the bride is the bridegroom, but the friend of the bridegroom who stands and hears him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. Therefore, this joy of mine is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. So we look at the story here. Um, It's John the Baptist, and and, um, earlier in chapter 1, we find that um, everyone is coming to him, all the elders, all the Pharisees, and they keep questioning John the Baptist about who, who he is. Who are you, they keep saying. And they, he said, I am not the Christ. And this is back in John chapter 1, verse uh, 19 through 23. They, they keep asking him, who are you? He says, I am not the Christ. And they ask him, what then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, no. And then they said to him, who are you that we may give an answer to those who sent us? What do you say about yourself? And he responds this way. He says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. So I want to talk about um, leadership and the sound of humility and leadership. Um, So many times John had to constantly remind people that he wasn't the Christ. He was baptizing, he was teaching, but he says, I am not the Christ. And as much as people had gathered around him, they loved to hear him teach. They wanted to be baptized by him. Um, He had to keep reminding them, even those who were closest to him, he had to keep saying, I am not the Christ. I am the voice crying in the wilderness making the way for the one who's coming, but it is not me. And right after he talks about that um, and and explains himself, the next day he's um, baptizing uh, people in the Jordan River, and Jesus comes up to him, and he says loudly, John says loudly, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he of whom I said, After me comes a man who is preferred before me, for he was before me. I did not know him, but that he should be revealed to Israel. Therefore, I came baptizing with water. And so that's when he baptizes Jesus Christ. But he understands his place. He says there's one coming that I am not even worthy to to unlace his shoes. Um, There's one coming who's greater than I. Um, And so he never forgot his place. He never built for himself his own empire, his own kingdom, and forgot to continuously point the way to Jesus Christ, to continue to defer and to continue to uh, show people that it's not me. Don't give me the glory. I'm still talking about someone else. Because sometimes, you know, because of 
television and social media, we can get so excited about a particular speaker. We can get so um, excited about the, the way their turn of phrase and the way they deliver a message. And we can get excited about that. And then it almost becomes entertaining that we forget that it's, it, we're talking about someone, but we're trying to press people to have a relationship with Jesus Christ. And that's what John the Baptist was consistently doing. He was trying to press people and, and always in the mind and the vein of, of humility and being humble and saying, it's not about me. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ. I've been talking about him. I've been sharing his word with you. And this is the one. This is the one who I have been talking about and I want to turn your attention to to him and so when we jump forward to, to chapter three um, it was really um, hilarious because what happened was John the Baptist was um, um, nearby and he was baptizing and then Jesus Christ happened to come um, into the land of Judea and he was nearby baptizing because remember there's so much water there and so both camps are baptizing and and so all of John the Baptist's followers come up to him and they seem to be in a bit of a tizzy I mean I read the Bible differently so they seem to be in a little bit of a tizzy and they're like, oh, you know, the one that you you testified about. Um, and I don't know if this is a couple of days. I don't know what the time frame is, but it's recent. Um, he had just baptized uh, uh, Jesus Christ in the in the River Jordan. And so they're like, you know, that guy that, that you talked about and you baptized. And well, he him and his people are over there baptizing people and everybody's going to him. And, it, and to me, it sounded like. You know, we have to be careful as leaders because it almost sounds like a like they're they're uh, tempting John the Baptist to do a power play. Um, it's almost a temptation um, because it's like they did not want to give up their power, their prestige, um, their position in the community because of this other camp that was coming in, uh, this other church that was coming in, this other ministry that has moved into our territory, and now they're baptizing, but everybody's going to them. And we see that a lot as as churches spring up and ministries move into different territories and move into different areas. Sometimes um, people feel threatened. The actual ministries feel threatened. The churches feel threatened. And that's sort of what the, what, what the situation was here. And you see that a lot. You see ministries that will move across the country because they feel led to go to one city or one state and established churches that are already there will say, um, will talk against them and, or, or, um, you know, have something to say about this new ministry that's coming in town because they see maybe some of their members go or, or see, um, a big draw and everyone's going to them. But what I find interesting is that I want Jesus Christ to come back soon. My heart is that um, he, the Bible says that when everyone has heard the gospel, Jesus Christ will come back. And I want that to happen. So if it means that there are going to be several ministries in your community, community, there are going to be several churches in your community, if they are preaching the gospel, God bless them. Because that means that Jesus Christ is going to come back sooner rather than later. And I don't want us to get caught up in, in, our, in our prestige and our power and look at other ministries and look at other churches as um, um, a threat. 
It's not a threat. We are not here to build our own empires. We're here to proclaim the Lord Jesus Christ. And anyone who is proclaiming the Bible um, as the unadulterated word, like that is the word of God. Um, it is the truth from the book of Genesis to the book of Revelation. Anyone who is preaching that is your brother and your sister in Christ. And so we want to make sure that we keep with the right perspective and we don't get caught up in the temptation to be jealous of other ministries, to be jealous of another church, to be jealous of someone else. Because our heart is, we want to to turn everyone's heart to Jesus Christ. And we don't want to get caught up in that. And John the Baptist did not get uh, caught up in that. He had to remind them again. He says, um, a man in, in John chapter three, verses 27, John answered, said, a man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. I mean, so many times when I see people get um, boastful about their talents boastful about the way they look. You know, you didn't receive anything other than God just blessed you. God that came straight from heaven. Every talent, every skill, every gift, anything that people, um, any good thing that people praise you for is something that God put in you. And it's not something we should boast about. The only thing we need to boast about is in Christ. And so when he deflects and he says, you know, this is, this is what I've been telling you all along, that we're talking about Jesus Christ, that he's coming and that um, I've been preaching about it, but now that they've, he's coming, your heart is in the wrong place. Now that there are other people coming along who are preaching the gospel, and maybe they're fishing after the kind that you can't fish after. I know in my life, there are certain people that I know that God has called me to minister to, but there might be other people that I don't speak the way um, that they can hear the gospel. You know, I didn't, like my, whether it's my testimony, whether it's um, the way I speak or whatever, but but that's the reason why you have so many different uh, people preaching because some people just need, just give it to me straight. Some people need a turn of phrase. Some people, there are different ways that people explain the gospel, explain the Bible. And it, 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 you understand it based on whoever's speaking. The Bible says that we're going to fish after our own kind. And so we can't get jealous or get, or, or, or be tempted to, um, start hating on another ministry or hating on another church because they're doing the work of the Lord and they might be doing it a little differently. But if it's godly and they're winning souls, um, then to God be the glory. And if they're doing it in a humble way, to God be the glory. If it's not a cult, that's a whole other um, podcast I'll do. But if, but to God be the glory. If they're doing it in a in a way that is uh, advancing the kingdom of God, they're winning souls, and these souls are winning others. And you see the fruit. To God be the glory. But I love that John the Baptist kept deflecting and deferring the glory and the honor and and giving it back to Jesus Christ to to whom it should have been given. And he says that you know when you go to a wedding. Um, the, 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 the bridegroom has the bride and we know that the church is the bride of Christ. And he's saying, if people are, are, are running to him, being baptized, that's as it should be. And he's like, I'm just the friend of the bridegroom. I'm just staring. I'm rejoicing at what I'm seeing. And so our heart should be that we are rejoicing. We are, we, we keep our eye on, on, on what God has called us to do and stand in a place of humility, knowing that whatever good thing that you see in someone, whatever good thing you see in me, whatever anyone sees good in you, you did not put it there. God did. God put, put those gifts in. He says every good and perfect gift comes down from heaven. 
And even John is saying the same thing. A man can receive nothing unless it has been given to him from heaven. So we have to keep that perspective. We have to be beware of the temptations when you're in leadership or you're the boss of your own company or uh, whatever it is that you do. We have to beware of um, looking over the other side of the fence and, and being jealous or, or even thinking that God, that God has only sent you to do this work. Sometimes you are the only one doing the work. And that's how it was with John the Baptist. For a while, he was the only one in his area doing the work. But whenever another church came in or another ministry came in, then it became his disciples, his, um, his followers began to feel threatened. And we shouldn't feel threatened because we all are part of the body of Christ. So we, we want to be, um, be careful of being jealous of anybody, of being envious of others, and, and forgetting from, from whom the blessings flow. So we, I want us to be in a mindset that you always want to turn the spotlight back to Jesus Christ. Turn the spotlight back to him. The focus should be on, on what Jesus did and, and how now that he's sitting on the right hand of the Father. Let's turn the focus to that. So now that we can enter into a personal relationship with, with the Lord Jesus Christ, we can enter a personal relationship with God. That should be the focus. So don't allow people to tempt you to look on the other side and say, oh, well, look at what they're doing. You stay focused on what God has called you to do. But it keeps the horses from seeing what is to the left or to the right of them and keeps them focused on their task so they can get their, their passengers from point A to point B. And that's how our focus should be. We should walk in humility and keep our blinders on and say, you know what? This is what the Lord has given me to do. I'm going to be faithful in what he has put in front of me and I'm going to walk that way. I'm not going to look at what's to the right or to the left of me, but I'm going to bless and pray for those who are doing the work of the Lord and lift them up in prayer. And I'm going to continue on the path that God has chosen for me. And so I just want to say that is the sound of humility, pointing the way back to Christ, talking about Christ and refusing to take the bait of jealousy and envy and refusing uh, to feel threatened by your power and your prestige and because someone else has, has moved into the territory. They're helping you. So God be the glory. There's that's more people that, that are being saved. And so... I pray that this has been a blessing to you, no matter where you are, even if you're not um, a teacher of the word, you're not a minister. We still, wherever God has placed us on our jobs, in our communities, in our schools, God has placed you to still uh, be a, a mouthpiece for him, to still share the gospel in whatever way that you can to another mother, to another child. You can still carry the gospel and don't feel threatened by others. Do what God has called you to do and keep your blinders on because that is the sound of humility. Thanks for listening to the Glorious Living Podcast. We pray you have been inspired to share the gospel, walk in obedience to the Holy Spirit, and to shine brightly for Jesus. For more resources, check out our website at ruwalkandjasmine.com. Remember, Jesus loves you and Jesus is Lord.